next legacy. Aloha, everybody. My name is Jay Adams, also known as Jay the Vocal Therapist. Please donate to www.hopeformaui.org. Um, and please just continue to share, continue to have empathy for the cause that's going on over there. Thank you very much. What's going on, everybody? You're now rocking with Jay Adams, also known as Jay the Vocal Therapist on all social media platforms. And we are now tuned in to Denia Azure Radio. Good afternoon, Jay. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm so glad you were able to come on today. So I met Jay on Clubhouse. Uh, I've met so many amazing artists on that app. I've been in a couple of different rooms with him. And so I got to connect with him like a really talk this weekend. So how did you originally get into music? Um, So I've done music pretty much all of my life. Um kind of like back and forth with sports and everything because that's just how my mom um, taught us is with music. And um, I've just been always done some things musically as far as like being in band for a little minute, then jazz band and different other different things. And it got to a point where I just had like a surge, got surge of different things as far as music wise got into the studio for like the first time when I was like 16 and it was pretty much over with at this point like vocally it just kind of took me to a whole different level um sonically and in an artist in in a artistic way just everything around it and surrounding it just took over so um I've been doing music legit since I was like what like 17 Definitely. So, yeah. So, who would you say has been your biggest musical influence? My biggest musical influence? Um, I won't say it's, a, it's a, not a particular person, but I can say um, music that tells a story, not just tells a story, but music that has feeling is, is, is people that make music that have feeling helps me out a lot you know people's you listen to people's stories emotions um so i can say it's, it's a definitely a, a community uh cumulative effect when it comes to like who do i gravitate to now that if it's talking about specific artists though like i like like pretty much everybody like you know of course like ari lennox i love like of uh, like usher um you know all the greats stevie wonder you know, Silk, Jodeci, you name it. Like, I, I mess with everybody. Justin Timberlake, I mess with everybody. But um, as far as, like, inspiration to do music, I pretty much feel off everything. I'm like a sponge with everything. Definitely. Yeah. So what was the very first song that you ever wrote? And what the, was the very first song I ever wrote? Mm-hmm. Um... Honestly, I'm not going to. I think the very first song I ever wrote is kind of is that's that's a minute. I don't remember the very first one I wrote. wrote. I know the very first one I recorded was it was I was like I was 16, and it was called like it was like it was R and B like like I, I was like cheesy R and B song or whatever, and it was at, it was the first time like I made 
my may I, I, I help this guy um this engineer and producer name rob graham he took the he took the uh he made the beat from scratch and we was there all night for like two days and i wrote it and recorded it and everything like that was the first song that i made that night and my first song was a feature so it was like that was it, it, it that was like my first first little hit right there and it was over with. I was like, oh like I'm really coming through the speakers for real. That's crazy. Like it was just it was just different. So my first song was sixteen. It was this little cheesy R and B song and I did it in Millington, Tennessee. Yes, that is definitely what's up. Yeah. So Explain that feeling the first time that you heard your voice through the speakers. I guess, um, I guess when it comes to like singing, like when you hear it's like when you hear your voice all the time, and it's like, oh, okay, just normally, and then you hear it on a record, and it's in you know, like everything's blended well, like you hear the stacks, you hear the mm-hmm. The ad libs, you hear the intro, the outro, the different overlays, the different like tonalities in the track. Like you just start hearing everything, it kind of like does something to you. It's like wow, like as a consumer, like this is what a consumer is gonna be hearing. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know if I'm hearing this, like wow, you gonna feel this too? Like mm-hmm. I'm, I'm kind of jealous that you get to hear this. Like you know what I'm saying? Like it's yeah. kind of like, wow, like that's that's kind of crazy. So. um to listen to it and hear it and hear like no turn the beat up I just want to hear the vocals by himself like it's just like wow that's crazy these are my vocals that was up I love it I love it and R&B singer and Division 1 player is here right now uh, Mr. Jay Adams is here on Denia Azure Radio so you do football and music. Mm-hmm. I know how high school football is. I can't even imagine what college football and trying to do music is like. Please explain to the people what a day in the life of Jay Adams is trying to do music and football. Child, it's um, <laughs> the nation. I'm not gonna lie to you. It's it starts from five a.m. and it don't get done till about midnight. I'm not gonna lie. It just, it just don't, man. It's, and I'm a, I'm a health administration major, so like, it don't, it don't stop. It's, it goes from treatment to, to pre-practice to meetings and flex and actual practice and meetings afterwards and lunch and then meetings again. Then you finally done with football stuff and then. You're trying to get some rest, and then you like, oh, got a studio session for a couple of hours. Studio session, then trying to get, you know, other producers, other different writers, other different people to come to the studio session to make it a more, because, you know, you, you got to have a team. So just always just adding people and bringing them with you as well, just to experience the same thing and, and, and them the work too and, and stuff. And, you're there for a couple of hours and then you're listening to the session that you just had. And then you're still writing ideas down, doing different things. And already it's like, it's like 1130. And then you're like, okay, I got to go over like playbook and different stuff that I've learned from earlier. Finally, maybe get you a little something to eat. And then 
it's already almost 12.31. Like, okay, let me get a little bit rest. So, like, you walk into the door late, as, late already. you like, oh, smell. Like, I got to get up in five hours. Ugh. <laughs> it's, it's a grind, man. It's it's a grind. Um, and you got to you gotta love it. You really got to love it for real. Okay, so you know how you got the music, but how did you, how old were you, were you when you started playing football? I was like 11, like 10, 11, playing football. Yeah, it's like 10, 11, playing football. Um, I was in uh, music, which is how we just learned things, but like actually like me choosing it was like, choosing it was actually came a little bit later, but like, um, playing football, I played football and did music around the same, I chose music around the same time. Um, so I just, they always tell me like, you can't do both. And I was like, you tripping? Yes, I can. You know what I'm saying? So, um, I've been on that thing to prove like I can do both and I can do both very, very well. So I'm blessed to be of the two point, what, 8% of high school football athletes to be able to play division one. Wow. Uh, of the many high school football players who play Division One, it's like two point eight, two point nine that play D one football, and to be in that percent means like it just feels good to be one of the best football players, like at in the country. You know what I'm saying? Like to be able to to be recognized as that, and you know, because everybody don't get to do this, so mm-hmm. um, it's definitely a blessing. Um, the same approach I do with music and known for music is the same way I do football. So it's definitely a blessing. So how did you originally get into football? My dad played and it's so funny. Like my dad played and he's musically inclined. So it was like, it kind of just, it kind of just fell on me, if you will. And I just like gravitated towards it. So um, like being able to do football really well and, my dad sang baritone, so like he's always he was a trumpet player too as well. So like him being able to sing really well and also play keys, and then you know my with my my mom was a, was a big sports person too. So it just kind of it was already in the house. So it's like of of course it was kind of like destined for it to be on me, I guess you could say. So that's what's up. So. Singer, songwriter, Division One football player Jay Adams is my guest here on Denia Azure Radio. What has been one of your most memorable experiences at a performance? Memorable experiences. Um, I remember this was during. Um, this was actually last year. Yeah, this was actually last year. Um, I just got done with practice. Yes, I had just got done with practice, and I had a show to do in Oklahoma City where uh, it was had Maserati J was in, was there, TSF was there, uh, DJ Work with uh, Cash Money MHG was there. So I had a, a Neighborhood Barbie was there too as well. So um I did a show out there and I was like, okay, well I had, you know, preparing for a game too. So just for this practice shower, had to drive to Jackson, Mississippi, uh, leave there, uh, leave, fly to there, fly to Dallas, 
fly to Oklahoma City, get there. And I just remember, like, my teammates was, like, calling because they knew I had a show. And they was like, bro, you already there already? I was like, yeah, bro. Like, like they was like, just start recording. Like, record the whole thing. Record the whole thing. So I was like, all right, cool. So, man, I um, just, like, the whole itinerary, getting picked up from the airport or, like, like making sure I'm good, like, doing a little – sound check stuff and wait in the green room and and like you know just meet everybody all the artists and i'm like thinking like they don't even know but like i just got the football field like not too long ago like that's kind of crazy you feel me so um had a really good performance i remember like i was just got i just got taken out i, I learned so much on that trip i got to meet so many different people uh connect with different people and like just had that moment it was just a really um was just a really big moment for me for sure uh in Oklahoma City. So that's probably one of my favorite times performing. One of my favorite cities to go to, but and also like one of my like favorite things happening at a performance. Just just the whole camaraderie of everything was really nice. So definitely dig it. Definitely. Who would you say would be your dream collaboration, living or dead? My dream collaboration? Okay, as far as like produce producing wise, production would have to be Pharrell. Yeah, production wise would have to be Pharrell. On the track with me. I want me and two other people. I just don't. I just want me and two other people. I think that would be, I think that would be hard. Um, or even not even just that. Like me, Pharrell, Justin Timberlake. Shout out to the hometown city, Memphis, Tennessee, and. This is so hard. <laughs> so tough. Me, Pharrell, me, Pharrell, Justin Timberlake, and give me. <laughs> give me Jamie Foxx, bro. Give me Jamie Foxx. That would be sick. Give me Jamie. Give me Jamie Foxx. Yeah. <laughs> give me Jamie. I, I, I was thinking, I was like, I was like, bro, like, do I? I was supposed to understand. You don't know how lit that would be to have a record with Jamie Foxx. Like, mm-hmm. that's hard, bro. Like, not everybody got a record with Jamie. That's these very particular about who he get on the track with. So, like, me, Justin, and Jamie was would be crazy. Like, yeah, crazy. And then produced by Pharrell. That would be crazy. That's that would that's be crazy, bro. That'll be that'll be insane. Like that'll that'll be insane. That then the vocal range is like all across the board. Like it's all across the board with the range, the writing ability, the skill. Like I'll definitely like that's that's a studio session that you want to be in, right? Oh my goodness, that would be such an epic session. Like so, you fly on the wall, like yeah, right? Exactly. So with everything that you've done so far, what would you say has been your biggest struggles when it comes to music? 
biggest struggle. Mm-hmm. Um, I can I can say for me, my biggest struggle is just finding pe- finding people to like help push me in that. You know what I'm saying? Um, I always say like it, to me, being talented has never been a problem or having material has never been an issue. It's just like, you know, having that backing to help do it is just a struggle just in general, especially with me playing sports, like being in college, like that's the hardest part for me it is. Um, Finding people to want to like collab has never been hard or finding people to respect what I do has never been hard because like, I always say like not dissing any anybody who anyone who raps, but it's like, but when you tell people like no I, I sing for real, it's like a whole different type <laughs> of, it's a whole different type yeah. of respect that comes with that, because yeah. like you know and I've been telling like but not everybody can sing for real so, like or being able to like gladly crank out notes, without you know without it being an issue, has never has has always been the it's not always the case with everyone so i mm-hmm. i'm blessed and i don't take this gift for granted um but it's definitely the backing um and finding back find backing and finding people that's really down for it just like you are like i'm blessed to have a, a good amount of people but you know the amount of people that i thought i would have to what i have now is like day i thought we have more people but i'm blessed to have the people i have now um that see my see my dream just like I see it. So I mean you definitely have a good support system. Shout out to my girl Polka who connects who reconnected me with Jay. I was like, wait, I was in a room with him before. He's really good. So <laughs> Yeah. Definitely, definitely. So um what's one piece of advice that you would give to someone that says they want to be a singer. You said what again? What's one piece of advice that you would give to a child who says they want to be a professional singer? Gee, pissed up. What you, you said, what's one piece of advice that I would give it one wanting to be a singer? Mm-hmm. Um, listen to, don't be afraid to listen to a whole lot of music. Like, like go explore, like go explore different varieties and different types of music. Mm-hmm. You know, go listen to classical, go listen to R and B, go listen to gospel, go listen to pop, go listen to reggae, go listen to different types of music because it all connects back to each other. Like you never you always want to be that artist that no matter what the beat is, you can do something with it. You can you can create. No matter what the canvas is, you can paint on it. That's how I like to think about, like, um, it doesn't matter what idea, what track it is, like, you want it to be, you want to have, I, I like to call myself, like, yeah, like, I'll call it how I like to think is, like, vocally translating things. So, like, I can hear a track and being able to process it, and within 30 seconds to a minute of hearing it, I can already say, I will do this here, I'll do this there, I'll do that here, you know, as far as like laying it out. Now the wording part, that usually comes after I've messed with it for about an hour or so. But as far as 
the structure of what I'm doing as far as the cadence wise, I'm usually already know what I'm gonna do with cadence about a 30 seconds to a minute of any song of any track I listen to. Um, so that just helps with just how much music that I just listen to in general. Um, just kind of like even with me in practice, like after watching film and doing things for so long, I'm already knowing like the first few couple of plays, what are we going to run? What position mm-hmm. on the field are we going to run it to? What side, the field or the boundary? Like it just, it, it just comes with just with, with experience and practice really. So first things first, being a singer, listen to a whole lot of music. Don't be afraid. Like, like try, don't be afraid to sing what you hear. Like, you know, I would say, bro, you, if you can hum it, you can sing it. So like, if you humming it and you like, oh, okay, I, I know I can sing this. Like, let's go to try to sing it. Open your mouth and sing it. Like, you know, like you're listening to it. You can hear it for a reason. So um, definitely do that. And don't be afraid. Don't be afraid to fail. Um, I sing it. Like, so don't be afraid to reach. For, there are certain songs that are, like, vocally, that are, that are stretched for me. <laughs> Believe it or not. Like, it's, it's certain songs that are, like, Oh, I don't know about that one, but I always like look to push myself and say, I'm, I know I'm being, I may not get it at this moment now, but I'm going to catch myself and I'm going to mess around and do it. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be like, whoa, okay. I knew I could. I just had to get myself together, you know? So um, don't be afraid to fail. Don't be afraid to push yourself. Um, that's really, that's really it. The coaching, the coaching will come. The all the the pristine, the little knickknacks and fine tuning will come. But as far as like understanding the art and the creative process with that, that's what you fall in love with and start with. Because there's nothing more than going in the bathroom and trying out and listening to different notes and doing different things. Yes. And like, wow, like that's that's hard. You know what I'm saying? Definitely, definitely. So before we get out of here, I want to make sure. That the people hear your amazing voice. So are you ready to sing for us? You said what? Are you ready to sing for us? Like oh, for, oh, for sure. So give me one second. Alright, I'm gonna push you up solo. Oh for sure. Um which song? Which one? Which one? Okay, let me see. Let me see. Um I'm gonna say feelings. I'm seeing the one we just dropped earlier. Awesome. Um go ahead. Feelings got me in my feelings. Why won't you take control? Now I'm in the deep end. When I'm gone, oh, I'm down and out. Then you know it's real. If you don't try to figure out how I made you feel, yeah. Feelings got me in my feelings. Why won't you take control? Now I'm in the deep end. When I'm gone, oh, I'm down and out. Then you know it's real. If you don't try to figure out how I made you feel, yeah. There you are. Beautiful. I like. So it's called Feelings? It's called Feelings. When does that come out? It's already out. Uh, Feelings is on all platforms. It's with my creative group, JTS. So we just dropped that that earlier uh, this, a couple weeks ago, actually. And it's Already has over six thousand plays on Spotify at the moment, so nice. definitely give us some love. 
That is definitely what's up. So when everything is said and done, what do you want your legacy to be? I want to be one. I want it to be one that helps invoke emotion in people. I want to affect people in the right way, in a positive way. And that's what I look for my music to do. I want to show it's okay to be vulnerable. It's okay to tell what's going on. It's okay to feel this way. It's okay to try to look for understanding here. It's okay to try to mend relationships in a positive way. It's okay to to be angry, but to not hurt people, but to be angry. It's okay to tell about what's going on. You know what I'm saying? So um, all those things are different levels and different modes of emotion. And that's just kind of, um, that's what I want my legacy to be. And, you know, that's what I want it to be. You know, yeah, the monetary value and everything will come and all the different things will happen, but I, I, that's not the goal. The goal is to be emotionally available for people. And that's what I want my music to be. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you you know, you're doing some amazing work. I see you as a father's vocal therapist. <laughs> yeah. So, like, you doesn't want to be there. I want to be therapeutic for people where, like, you come to me with, with different things going on. It's like my music helps explain it mm-hmm. in a way, you know? Because music definitely is about healing and bringing people together all over the world. That's what's it's a universal language. Facts. Well, I thank you so much for joining us. You are amazing. I look forward to hearing all of your new music and all the projects that you're doing. Thank you. I really appreciate you so much. And it's been it's been a super pleasure being on your show today. Like it's a super pleasure. Thank you again. I appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you. Take care. Bye. Aloha Maui. My name is Denia Ajour, host and producer of Denia Ajour Radio on The Next Legacy. I'm asking you to please donate at www.hopeformaui.org. People down there in Maui really do need your support. This was a tragic situation and we want to help them rebuild and make sure that the community who built that nation, the community who are living there, are the ones who truly benefit. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate each and every one of you. Please continue to express what makes you unique. Have a blessed day. Next Legacy.